The following episode is dedicated to our loyal listeners in Jugs Close, East Sussex. Were you going to do it? <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. Welcome back to the Steez. Uh, this is Jesbot. I'm Timmy Tucker. And this is a microsode. A little bit of a... Uh, a tidbit. Yeah. Tidbit episode. Got to stop saying ah. Yeah, you do. Let's uh, let's get into it. Ah. Mystery. And we're back again for another mystery. This week, we're going to entitle it... Fish falls. Ah, oh, another falling one. Yes. Because there was the pennies. There's the pennies falling from pennies. heaven. Yes. God was piffing pennies over the pinnies over the top of the uh, church we, there. Did we find out? We never found out. What? Okay. No. So there's no <laughs> <laughs> we can't follow any of this up. There's no... It doesn't get resolved, this, this segment. Well, it does at the end if we decide it is a myth or a history or whatever. So I guess we I guess we resolve it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what, the, that's what the segment's for, as you said. On the morning of 19th of December, 1984, drivers on the Santa Monica Freeway near Crenshaw, Los Angeles, were making their way through a rainstorm when fish and crabs suddenly appeared at the side of the road. Fish fish and crabs? Fish and crabs. Mm. Too far. Side of the road. There were no reports of accidents involving a delivery truck, so that's, that's out. Okay. That would have been my first go-to. Nor distress signals from the fish trawler far off course in the rain. I don't know. Fish trawler wouldn't go down that freeway, I think they're saying. <laughs> Crenshaw is like, isn't that where all the hibbity hop hop, rapping the rip rop happens? Yeah, why not? I don't think there's ocean there, is it? Yeah, why not? I don't know. I don't really We're not know. Fact. We're I've not never been fact. there. They, they're saying that it probably fell off from a passing restaurant supply truck, which is a possibility. But they just can't work out how the fish did get there. So, so, so no one witnessed it falling. It was no, just, they were just there. They're just a bunch of bunch fish, of crabs. Fish and, and, fish and crabs. See, if they specified maybe maybe if they were all the same fish, I'd go fishermen. Mm. Because it just sounds like someone's gone to the fish market right? <laughs> and lost their load and lost their fish. Secure your load, on, people, on the way home. Get yourself a couple of Let's see of where the mystery straps. is with this one. How'd they get there? Well, Does that help? Did, they just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's do a follow-up then, okay. which might add to the theory. This one's called... This is going to give it away straight away. Raining fish. Are we... We're doing a whole... We're going to do a double. Fish, fish we're going to do a double f- fish fall. Mm-hmm. One backs the other. D. Elmers and his wife were standing in their driveway in California. Same. All right. When a tiny fish... When tiny fish began falling all around them, the two inch fish were later found to be thread finned shad by a population which exists in a reservoir about two miles away. Ah, now, now it's getting mysterious. Boston Globe, 24th of August. Uh, Portland Press, 31st of August, <laughs> 1984. 1984. The same year, but three months earlier. So a fish. Uh, Fish landed in a driveway in California mm. from two miles away. The lake is uh, only has this particular type of fish. And then a couple of months later, 
piles of fish mm. and crabs found on the side of the road, not too far from. Uh, date on the date on the crabs. Uh, 19th of December eighty-four. And date on the on the fishies. Thirty-first of August nineteen eighty-four. Okay, so this is, it's fishy time. Very different. Yeah. Different time. So what do you reckon? Well, um, I would say that once again. Lack of, lack of evidence. Uh, I think the fi- the crabs and the fish, to me, a guy's dropped his load. Yeah. Uh, no one saw it fall. It didn't hit anyone. He didn't have to pick it up. Uh, I would have I thought maybe if they did see it fall, I was going to go directly with the aeroplane okay. scenario. Yeah. Another good one is the tornado out in the ocean, and it whips, you, whips up the fish, the school oh, yeah. of fish, and then and throws it 500 miles away. Okay. That's a possibility. But the second one I like because the the fish are a particular species that is only found in that lake, mm. uh, so that's that's curious. Mm. But I guess we'll never know, Tim. No, it's a. Um, what do you think out there? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> More next time. And now we're reading from Jesbot's diary, Sunday, 9th of January, nineteen ninety four. Writing on the eleventh, unable on the ninth. I don't really remember what happened on this day. Time goes so quickly on holidays if you don't stop and have a day by yourself. Oh, you had some. You had a day off. <sighs> no more. It doesn't say anything about uh, Sim City or Cam in this one. Okay, cool. So you'll, All be, right. you'll be happy. Past. Yep. The holidays will be over soon, and you're uh, back for another year of prison. Hell, the same <laughs> shit <laughs> that you don't want to know about. Jazzbot has a crack. <laughs> I don't want to know about what those imbeciles think and do and teach. How would you <laughs> How would you feel waking up and knowing that you're a low-down motherfucker? <laughs> Jeez. I think you're getting a bit more bitter as the, the holidays, uh, as the holidays on. wear on. What am I going to do today? What could I do? Could go to Ken's. <laughs> or I could just start... Um, rebelling against the entire system. Oh, man. I didn't like school. Apparently not. Fucking teachers. Oh, is this a very... That's a full sentence. Okay. Oh, uh, no. Sorry, sorry. Fucking teachers. Uh, <laughs> fuck. He's trying, that's not just the sentence. He's <laughs> just trying to read it. <laughs> so bizarre. Fucking teachers uh, need to get out and get out into the real world. All they know is teaching. That is all they have done uh, since the age of three. Wow, oh, you're really going into hell, it. Hell, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one says, for the hardcore at the end. A little for note. The, for the hardcore. For the note. hardcore. A little yeah, note okay. at the end of that. That's strange. Uh, all right. That's a, another weird entry into Jeremy's... It's, um, getting, it's getting weirder. And the writing getting... seems to be getting worse uh, <laughs> as we go along. But next to it, I do have a little um, little cutout. Oh yeah, sticker. You've got um, you've got a uh, packet of muncheroos. Yes, <laughs> and uh, they're corn curls. And okay. uh, another a business card here for video video game city. Okay. In uh, Atherton Road, Oakley. It doesn't exist anymore, but we uh, hire, sell, and trade video games. Nintendo, Sega, Atari. Ah, uh, since deceased. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday, Grandma! Oh, another teacup. Oh, I'll just add it to the rest that I'm leaving you in my will. Are you just getting your grandparents the same useless gifts over and over? 
Are they living so long that you're running out of ideas? Why not try giving them something they can take to their grave? With Surprise Eulogy, you can tell them everything you're waiting until they're dead to say. I've been told to never speak ill of the dead, but uh, thanks to Surprise Eulogy, now I can just tell you that you're a fucking bitch, Nan. Old people love hearing stories about themselves, so why not get everyone together and talk about them like they're not here anymore? Grandpa, I always felt like your home was my home, and if you just update your will, then legally it can be. We can even provide the most comfortable and spacious coffins so your grandparents can get the complete life-after-death experience. Help! Someone shut the lid! I'm not dead! I was just taking a nap, you fuckers! So when your gift ideas are as good as being six feet under, give them the experience they're dying to have. Because every surprise eulogy is a memorial one. G'day and welcome to the Turnstile Records Presents Sean Enough Does Stuff. I don't do much, but when I do, I record it. On this episode, we're visiting the Royal Melbourne Show where we find free stuff, educational experiences, good times and what could prove to be the holy grail of food groups. Have you heard about the Royal Melbourne Show? You really must go. Well, the atmosphere is so damn lit around the Royal Melbourne Show. Don't you wish it was show day every day? A word of advice when visiting Royal Melbourne Show, you really must go, is that once you're through the gates, it is the wild, wild west. You don't know if you're going to come up against places that have FPOS facilities or places that are cardless, cash-only, tax-free havens of society. So here we are, after a good hour looking for an ATM, we've managed to find some cash to get our tickets to get into the ghost train, and we're going to confront our deepest fears. Oh, we're strapped in on the ghost train. Every kid under 12 is getting off this ride is crying. I think I'll be the same. How are you, mate? All right? Not bad. I'm just recording a bit of a podcast. Do you mind if I ask you, um, you got any advice for the ride? Uh, not really, just... Hold on. I'll be holding on to my um, my sphincter valve. <laughs> Is it likely that I'll poo my pants? Uh, I don't know what your capabilities are. <laughs> Thanks for that, mate. <laughs> oh, well done. That's a good fun. That was so lame. Okay, so that's the childhood fear confronted. Don't know if I'll be doing it again. It's good to know they still employ the one real person at the end to really freak you out. But they're not going to touch you anymore. Thank Christ. Well, there you have it. That was just as good as being there. If you'd like more immersive experiences just like this, be sure to subscribe to Turnstile Records Presents The Escape Pods so you don't miss any more instalments. Of the week. Of the week. Uh, this is um, it's kind of like the other um, read from Jeremy's diary, mm. I guess. Um, but um, it's poem. Yes. Of the week. Uh, and this is from a sprightly uh, Jez. Uh, 19- would, it, would have had a spike. I would have had a spike. It was uh, 1988. This pre- predates the, uh, the old diary there, Tim. But it's right on the time where we celebrated our Bicentennial mm-hmm. Expo. Mm-hmm. Expo 88. 88. Together, we'll show the world. Will we? I, think- I, I thought it was together, we'll make it through. 
I thought it was together we'll rule the world. <laughs> okay. With our amazing expo. <laughs> uh, yes. So this is a. It's entitled uh, Two Stories and a Poem." I think this is a maybe a grade four uh, assignment. Okay. <clears throat> this surely I don't know how you're going to be able to read this. Well, I spelt uh, stories incorrectly. There's already a correction. Second second word. <laughs> <laughs> Two so, stories. Yeah. Oh, spelling mistake. But I was reading all my um, school reports, and the uh, spelling and numeracy is always something to Jeremy needs to just maybe uh, do a little bit of a touch up on that. Right. But then they sail you through, Tim. Of course they do. There's no. There's no. I want you to stay. God, no. So I think I'll read... Read a poem. Well, the fish or just fish? I don't know. Is it? You're reading it. Fish. Fish swim by using their fins. They don't use bins because they use fins. (laughs) The end. Wow. So I guess I was... You took uh, up a whole page for that. Yeah. I think that must have been uh, right at the... All right, well then well, give that, us... That morning. Well, you've got a title page just for fish. <laughs> what about... Uh, what? Okay, give us one of the two stories. Okay, I like this one. This is actually... This is um, this is good. This is So this is 1988. Uh, all the um, gurus, spirituality, all that stuff was really coming in thick and fast into the Trappet household. <laughs> okay. You had your pretty can bread. Yeah, giraffe. And the other one. No salt on the table. All these crazy, crazy ideas. Yep. Uh, okay. One day, a lady called Maria bought a crystal. This crystal was magical and could tell the past and the present. One day, Maria said to the crystal, and then goes, "Can you tell me what the Tatslotto numbers will be this week?" <laughs> the crystal, the crystal started to move over to, to the, move over the Tatslotto ticket mm-hmm. and chose six numbers. 17, 18, 19, 20, 24, and 30. <laughs> oh, okay, better not do... T- <laughs> uh, the chances of 18, 19, 20 coming out in a row, I don't know, statistically, I think we I'm could not sure. Fo- I can think we could research that. Maria gave the man at the counter her piece of paper with the numbers on it. The man laughed and said, these are last week's numbers. Oh, she's, she's, she's a grifter. She's a grifter. Well, you see, I, I, I remember this is uh, one of Mum's friends, Maria, and she was right into the crystals, and she would bring over her little crystal, and she'd uh, it, it'd start to sway him. So you could oh, ask so it a question. Could... You could ask it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it goes clockwise, it's a boy. If it goes anti-clockwise, right. it's a girl. And I knew, even at that age, it was phony baloney bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> so... he's on fakesies, Maria. So, well, this is the thing. Like, uh, if the crystal knows, just get the Tesla numbers. Yeah, but it's like, you well, know... spirits don't work like yeah, that, Yeah, but it works like this, Jeremy. If you ask Crystal what the tats load of numbers, they're mm. going to say 17, 18, <laughs> 19, 20. You'll stop me when it... Stop me. <laughs> maybe well, it'll, maybe it'll say every <laughs> number, and then it'll go... Then once it, once it comes mm. up with the results, the Crystal has every right to say, See? I told you. Now, have you ever had any experience with... the? Uh, that kind of crystal moving around, seance, uh, the cup moving, spirits, <laughs> anything, uh, any any messages from above, anything. Uh, yeah, I would say, I would say, we did a uh, seance mm. up um, in um, Scotchman's Creek, mm. up near the tunnels. Oh yeah, and the, the uh, evilest of 
places in Maui. It sure is near the near the fireplace. I want to say that um, was just dug a dugout hole. Ah, uh, yes, where grifters, uh, vagabonds, and uh, hobos would go to blow each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that place. Oh, the, the, oh, the other one, the, the fireplace. Right, 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 right. And we had our little seance there, mm. and I believe Matt was there, and maybe one of our cousins. Oh, yeah. So we we did the seancey. And um, it's, it's important that the candle doesn't uh, blow out. Do you remember this? Uh, I, I, Stop right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I remember every time there was uh, talk of doing a seance, I uh, said, eh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because you, you, you do, don't, do, don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, I don't know. So, what are you scared of, Jeremy? You know, so, we did the sounds, and uh, sure enough, the <laughs> candle blew out that before was a, we had a chance to say oh, the candle that was outside in the elements. In the wind, yeah, wow, blew out. Now, at that instant, mm. um, uh. Basically, uh, right above where we were doing the seance, and mm. now this is in the um, this is an old Aboriginal area. Mm. Um, probably a very uh, disrespectful thing to be doing up in um, old Aboriginal area like mm, Australia. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, the Scotchman's Creek is like a yes. um, is like a reserve that uh, has Jesus Christ. <laughs> I got the wrap up symbol <laughs> signal there from Jazzbot. Um, so we're having the seance, yeah. and a Branch <laughs> came from the. Do you, do you remember this? this it wasn't just stop right there. Um, <laughs> it fell straight out of the tree mm. uh, onto Matt's leg. Oh no! Now the break of the um, of the branch itself, mm. it was a green break. It was not a dry break. Oh, it was no. green, oh, right? No. So, so how going, would it just? It couldn't. Where? 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 Where, where, <laughs> as you do. Yeah, let's get out of here. It's all because the candle blew out. Now, mm. walking back from that seance, let's let's just get out of here. Go around the bike track and walk across the bridge, over the tunnels, up yes. there. So I'm just trying to draw it out for for the listeners. Um, I was holding the glass, so because uh, yes, what's what's well, with the glass? If okay, you... so if the candle goes out, mm. right. It's very important, Jeremy. Yes, when doing a seance. When doing a seance, is that um, you don't allow the glass to go turn back up. So what? Well, you don't. Oh, you so don't you got the spirit. You've got the spirit trapped so, in the. Glass. So you've got your Ouija board. Yep. Right, and then you've got a glass that you all put your hand over. Yep. And it moves around. It moves around. So and when you when you start the seance, you go, and and the bottom of the and then glass you, and then you hover the glass above. The candle. Oh. Now, as long as there's connection between the glass, spirit world, and the candle is like the prison uh-huh. it's being held in. The candle goes out, you're in deep stuckums. Uh-huh. They'll attach themselves to you, Tim. So, so the branch fell. Mm. Okay. So then we're, we're basically, we've turned the Ouija board over and I've slipped my hand over the glass to trap the trapped evil evil spirits in there because I didn't want them to get out before we could get home to relight get some the glad, candle glad wrap or I guess uh, yeah save it for later chuck it in the fridge <laughs> for, for a later seance and <laughs> and I, I swear to god yeah as we're walking down the bike track I that was holding the glass felt on my hand 
literally like this is without a word of a lie. Mm. Um, somebody hit my hand. Mm. This is what I felt. Yes. And I dropped the glass on the bike track and it shattered into a billion pieces. Mm. Thus Might have been a million pieces. <laughs> Thus <laughs> the a billion. spirit attached itself to you and you've had nothing but bad luck your whole life? Yeah. No, not really. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's little two little instances there for mm. you. I think we just ran off. Oh, let's get out of here. And then mm. it was over. We probably went to Kansas and played Nintendo. <laughs> Is this a mystery? Uh, no, no, no. Actually happened. Uh, so, mm. yes. Yeah, so I've, I've had, had, I've had, had my this... little. Yeah. And so many more. And so many more. So your crystals and, and, and the like. Maybe it was a crystal glass. I don't yeah. know. It's an expensive mistake. <laughs> um, I uh, obviously don't believe in crystals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's easy enough. What do they so, do? What are they supposed to do? I don't know. Crystally, crystal, no, crystal, crystal, gonna, crystal, crystal, crystal. If I say crystal enough, you'll be convinced. Um, there it is. That's that's. Well, I can't uh, wait to hear more poems and stories from uh, the younger version of me. Uh, the apple and the milk bottle, maybe next week. Yeah. Why not? Yes. That's all the time we have this week for the Steez. Yes. Tune in next week for Turnstile Records yeah. presents the Escape Pods. Regular podcast, as usual, mm. as you like. We'll be back. I'm Timmy Taco. I'm Jess Bob. Thanks for listening. Phone is ringing. Hello. Who's there? Hello. This is Santa Claus. Santa? Yes, it's me. I really do exist. Santa, where's your reindeers? Are they going to sleep? You know it. So, are they going to wake up soon? Soon enough. Ah. <laughs> Can I sing your song, Santa? Well, that would be delicious. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs>